you're now listening to the one and the only podcast made by business owners for business owners to help you create more media, generate more traffic and sales using digital marketing with your host, Yousef Elias. I want I want to learn more about like your story like how did you come about this job like and what what is how do you work with the Middle East like you know your your strategies I mean my listeners right here are business owners people that own agencies and uh, they always want to know about like how did you break through you know well you know, it's interesting. Um, so this whole thing started with me trying to get into, um, you know, technology. I had a very interesting background. So when I started my career, believe it or not, my first uh, little business, well, I, I remember getting in trouble in Catholic school because I was selling candy um, in like second grade. But um, <laughs> um, my, my real like, I guess, you know, interaction started, I, I was 14, and I don't know if you knew this about me or not, Yusuf, but um, I, I, I play a lot of instruments. I play flamenco guitar and all that stuff, and I sing. So I started booking myself little gigs when I was 14, and then uh, ultimately when I got into my 20s, I really was always in the entertainment industry. Um, you know, I owned another company that was an events company, you know, Swagger Events and Entertainment. We had, you know, 11 bands, DJs, all kinds of stuff. Um, I then actually also worked in the wine Okay. Uh, world, right? I don't know if you know that about me. I'm actually, believe it or not, I'm actually a chef as well. Um, and you know, I was a, opened a food and wine consultancy practice, so I was working with wines imported from Spain. And what was funny about this whole thing is I couldn't drink legally, and I had this 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 business uh, for wine. I was 20 years old, right? Wow. Um, by the way, um, if you ever want to have an interesting conversation, get pulled over by the police when you're 20, can't drink legally but you have a license and you're carrying a bunch of open containers in the back of your car. <laughs> it was a very That's interesting, uh, it, was a very, it was so funny. Uh, but anyway, long story short, you know, I decided one day I was going to bring on other reps, right? Other sales reps. And I was young, like I said, I was 20 years old. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Um, and in my mind, I thought, well, for if I can sell, you know, 50 to a hundred pallets by myself a month, if I hire 10 salespeople, that must mean that they're going to sell another 50 to 100 pallets a month, right? Well, as you and I both know, Yusuf, um, that is not how things work, right? <laughs> the world doesn't scale that way. So I had yes. um, brought some people on and they weren't getting it done, right? And I had that was a big investment for me, right? That was a big thing for me to get that done at the time. And I ended up asking myself, you know, what is it that I'm doing? the heck is it that I'm doing that they're not, you know, maybe it's what I'm saying. And then I'm like, no, it can't be what I'm saying and interact. I trained everybody on how to interact with asking I'm like, well, maybe, maybe my targets are better. So I went and started looking at all of my best clients. And this is back in the day, right? Like we still had to go to libraries and stuff to do research back at those yeah. days. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm finding demographics, right? Uh, these towns, the locations, you know, how many rows of, you know, uh, were in the liquor store as an example, or if it was a restaurant, you know, was it standalone? Was it in a shopping plaza? What kind of food was it? How many, all this collecting data. 
And I always did. Yeah, that's exactly it. So I sat there for two weeks, but I was miserable. And I went point by point. And I, it looked like, uh, I don't know if you ever saw the, the show Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but there's this one show where he's got all these things pasted up all over the thing. So finally I come and I'm like, wait a second. It does look like there is some similarities here with the people who are doing best. So long story short, I took that and I handed it to everybody. I, we jumped in on a Monday meeting. Uh, by the way, pro tip you ever want to motivate a team of animals that are happy and love coming into work, start Monday at 10 a.m. and buy everybody breakfast and let them get started at 11 a.m. You will have animals loving it for life. Trust me. Okay. But, so we did okay. this. I presented everybody with this. It's a, it's a great motivation tool. Um, but anyway, so I ended up handing these changes to everybody. I said, hey, I only want you targeting and interacting with companies that look like this and this and this and that's it. I don't care if it's next door. Don't stop. Guess what? Within three, four months, I got a 30 to 40% uptick in productivity from everybody. We had changed nothing except thinking more intelligently about the success clues that are left behind. So that mm. mentality, dude, I brought with me everywhere. And unfortunately, I had a really bad car accident. Um, I couldn't walk actually for like almost a year. It was horrible. Um, but while I was laid up and I was sitting there, I read a lot. And at the time, like I said, I was in entertainment. I had all these other, you know, these, these businesses that were very reliant on me. Um, and also they were very poorly affected by the economy, right? Because, you know, if something goes wrong in the economy, the last thing you need is a 22 piece big band to go sing Tony Bennett at your wedding, right? Which is, you know what I mean? Um, or something yeah. like that. And again, that was a big piece of my life. That's what we did. Um, so I decided, you know what? I didn't understand anything about technology, bro. I did nothing. I did not know how to send emails. Okay. I did not know what save as was. That's a really how old were you at too. that time? Oh, geez. This is, um, this isn't that long ago. This is like 2009. Okay. So right, right, yeah, right at the same time when I came to the United States. Yep. So uh, literally yeah. about a decade ago. Right. Um, I yeah. decided cause I was so screwed up. I, I had all these, you know, I was like, you know, I'm going to do something different. And I, I decided I didn't understand technology, but I did understand one thing that was software and technology. You could build it once and keep selling it and selling it and selling it. And I was like, you know, with wine, I got to buy wine and sell it. My margin is this. So you exactly. tell me I can just build something and just, it's like selling feelings or something. I'm like, wow, this is mm -hmm. going to be amazing. So I, yep. I then decided, you know what? I'm going to learn this. I'm going to build technology businesses. And I'm going to get someone to pay me money for me to learn. And, you know, I remember yep. telling my friends this at the time and everybody laughed in my face. You said literally, literally laughed at me because this Tell is, you don't understand technology at all. He's crazy. Who do you think you are? I come from a town called Burlington. Um, you know, we're very much known in that area for underachievers. Um, as you can imagine, a lot of people in my hometown don't particularly enjoy me because I am not an underachiever. Um, <laughs> yep. And the better things get, the more they dislike us. Uh, but you know what? The whole time I decided, I said, you know, I don't, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to, you know, measure my outcomes by yours. You know, you're not yep. going to tell me what I'm going to achieve based on your past failures or lack of will to try. Um, you know, while people are telling me, oh, they don't got time, but they watch eight hours of TV a day. Mm, yep. Show me where you spend your time. I'll show you your priorities. You know what I mean? So yep. like a maniac, I decided and I went out and no one would hire me. Um, I had no degree. Um, now, while I had a bunch of 
actually I had a bunch of scholarships and stuff to go to college. I didn't want to. I wanted to open businesses. Um, now I, 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 you know, I've always been a feverish reader. I mean, I'll read three to five, sometimes more books a month, sometimes more books a week, just to grow. Uh, but I've never felt like I was going to go to a university and they were going to teach me how to run businesses. What I've found in most of these places, and I have gone, I have gone, I've taken courses. Uh, most of these people are teaching because they can't achieve it themselves. Sorry to say mm. that. But the business people, I remember talking to one of the business business gurus at this college. Guy had never owned a business in his life, but he's talking to me about how to run a business. I'd already had Same. two businesses when I was 20. My you business know, class, um, so, like again, the teacher at my business take... class would come in drunk every morning and you can smell it. And I'm like, this is who's teaching me business? Like, come on, I need to get the hell out of this college. Yeah, and, and, I'm, and, and I'm paying for this. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing. But um, so I, I, you know, um, no one would hire me, though, in technology because I didn't have a bachelor's degree. Um, I didn't have any. So, you know, most people probably would have quit there. Um, I don't have any quit in me. Um, so I was like, I picked out five specific companies. I put on a suit and tie and I went every single day for like, I don't remember. It was like probably about three to five weeks every day. I went and sat down there and was like, I'm not leaving until someone interviews me. <laughs> and finally, this one guy, I, honestly, I think the guy was just sick of seeing my face, honestly, because I don't give a shit, choose my language. I'm going to keep going until I'm done. Finally, the guy gave me an opportunity um, and brought me in. I had an interview. I said, listen, if I interview, will you stop coming here every day? So it's going to be difficult because you're going to give me the job. And the guy was like, dude, who the is this kid? Um, so they did. After going through it, they realized, you know what? The guy has international, you know, I have international business experience. I know how to sell. I know how to help clients. I just don't understand technology and I can learn, you know, I don't care what it is. I will learn. So uh, this actually brings me to my one of my funniest stories about Save As. Um, while I'm at this first place, it's a small ERP company. Um, one of the managers there uh, had taught me how to use the computer well enough to send emails and to do these quotes, right? Well, I had done a couple quotes for a few customers and he comes to me and says, hey, I can't find the quote for whoever it was. You know, what did you save it as? Save what? Save, save it as. I, I saved it. I, I, I saved it as itself. I mean, I, what, are you, what, are you, what are you talking about, dude? I click save and I saved it. He's like, no, no, no. What did you save it as? I'm like, I saved it as itself. What What are you talking about? So I didn't realize. So I was just saving, click, building the quote on top of it and clicking save again and building a new quote on top of clicking. <laughs> so I literally didn't know how to do save as. And by the way, now I own the world's only uh, AI company with powered solutions from end to end. Right. So don't ever let anybody tell you you can't do anything. But anyway, so I took it. I went in. I ended up from there going into a, a company which eventually um, I ended up building and running and managing the entire Latin American department. I was responsible for large portions of Europe and, and, and the United States as well. And, you know, part of what we put together was actually part of the reason why the company ended up being acquired by IBM. And I continued running in that space. I ended up uh, working at a couple other technology companies, but all the while, I knew I needed to build something different, something incredible and something that could change the way all of us thought about sales and marketing forever, forever. We wanted yeah. to take the guesswork out of all of it for people, right? And I wanted to democratize it. I wanted it to be something that, you know, anybody could have access, 
right? You know, a few hundred dollars a month, we, I, I literally, your entire business suite. And the reason I, we ended up building ADMD solutions, not just about the technology to help our, you know, our fans, because I'll tell you very candidly, we don't have clients at, at, at ADMD solutions. Not when you grow people's businesses like this, people mm -hmm. love us. Um, but what I wanted to do, and this is what's important to me, because I never had this opportunity. You know, what I had to fail, I had to lose a ton of money. I had to, you know, get a bunch of developers stealing money from me or I couldn't get this done or, you know, to the point where literally we built our own development company because we had so many problems with that. But ultimately yep. what, what I wanted, Yusuf, you know, for, for, you know, people like me and you that came up and had to do a lot of this on our own with no real guidance, I wanted to give people an opportunity to own their own future for real, right? Um, mm. Where they could build equity working with us own their life, you know, sell solutions that are cutting edge like we have, but actually be able to make commissions. I know it sounds crazy to all you sales guys out there forever for the life of your client. Yes, we literally pay mm -hmm. for the life of your client, right? And moreover, I wanted people to have an opportunity to build equity so they could own their own future. So when you work with us, yeah. you actually build destiny, you build equity. So as an example, we have something called the buyback program. It's pretty cool usage. And man, you don't have to take advantage of it. Some people don't. They just want to keep the, you know, and, and monthly recurring revenue forever, which, hey, I love it too. Uh, but if you work with us, let's say you do 100000 in annually recurring revenue and you keep your book of business for two years. Guess what? I'll buy it back. Literally, I will pay you 3x to buy it back from you. If you do over a million... Mm -hmm. I will pay you a four times multiplier. See, mm. we wanted to be the opportunity for others that I did not have but needed. We want to be the people that help you set up your business. And by the way, we actually help people set up their LLCs. We give it to them. Um, we give them courses uh, to help them grow and scale their business. Actually, the ones I mentioned that we're, we're happy to give you as well, like Brian Tolley, mm -hmm. my business partner. The guy on average comes into a company and your business valuation will be 3x after he leaves because he knows the value wow. driving principles to set up scalable businesses for sale. I'm actually Gold. giving that, we're giving that $10,000 course for free to our customers. Gold. And why? Because we want to really, we want to make a change in the world, dude. I want a bunch of people mm -hmm. like you and me out there to own their own life. Own your own yep. future. Don't be reliant on some corporation to feed your family. Because yep. you know what? You're a number. People saw it during the pandemic, man. You know what? You're a cost. Somebody in some you know, ivory tower there has no idea what you do all day and how hard you work and what you've done for this company. But you're costed your cost now. You're on a spreadsheet. You're a line. Done. Yep. No. That's not the world we want to live in. You know, and that's what I loved about you, dude. You know, you came here from another place. You know, uh, you, you probably did not speak English to the level you speak now. And you're out here <laughs> crushing it and owning your life. And listen, there's people who grew up here with more advantages than, frankly, people outside of the United States could ever imagine complaining and talking about how they can't do it, how everyone's against them. How the world can't let them win. How something can't be made. Oh, that's a bunch of crap. We need to teach the world it's that it's up to you. And you can't, it's all in your mind. You create your own reality every day, every second, and every moment. And if you're not willing to put in the work, every second and ounce of complaints, 
take all of that energy and focus it on you, your future and your growth, man, because you can achieve anything. Oh, I'm 55 years old. Guess what? You ain't dead yet. Oh, I'm only 19. Guess what? You ain't dead yet either. There's never too early to start and it's never too late to start. Your life, you're going to get one of these, man. You can do anything you want and no matter the obstacle, if you're willing to put in the work. You know, listen, like you, my dad came here. He didn't speak English. My father didn't speak English. Yeah. My father's from Spain. Came, he, he married my mother. They were living in Spain. My mom wanted to come back to the U.S. All right. My dad was doing quite well in Spain. You know, he's an executive in an organization. Came here. They wouldn't use any of his degrees. Okay. My dad has a master's in industrial arts. He's also mechanical engineering. The guy is a genius. They wouldn't take any of his degrees and he couldn't speak English. Came here with a family of four. Took... And again, you know, if his family knew he did this, they would kill him in Spain. But he literally took a, a job developing pictures overnight, working construction during the day, learned English. My dad now flips multiple properties, owns houses, has a house in Spain, house here, another one down in Florida. And you're telling me that what? He had some special advantage that somebody liked him more. Uh -uh. His name, his name's Arturo Del Rio. Uh -uh. And I'll tell you what, we got to stop making excuses. He figured it out. Yep. You figured it out. Yep. I figured it out. You know, I've got friends of mine that have grown up in the hood. And I mean, the hood. Yep. you know, Camden, New Jersey, one of the Myrtle capitals of the world. And they are running companies. And but you know what? We don't want to talk about that. We want to talk about the people who want an excuse. And unfortunately, you know, if you got time for excuses, you're always going to lose. You're going to set yourself up for failure. But that's really my story yep. and my background. And um, for me, it's just so difficult um, when I see people. It hurt, it like, it like it kills me inside to see when yeah. somebody has that possibility blindness, right? Like they're so, they've been so beaten down by the world and the negative people around them and the stories on the news, right? Um, that they really think that everyone else everything outside of them all these external forces control them in their life and it's not true and it's not true it's you know? not we yeah. have the ability to do it all i mean what would you tell people like that you know to get them to to, to just make it happen you know what i mean what what would you say i mean here's for me it's always been like the time you take making excuses could be the same time making solutions you know what i mean you like you just have to switch yeah. that mindset just that little switch instead of excuses make solutions and you've got it that's it you know that's what work is all about when we work when we do this stuff when we build pages it's pretty much an ongoing process of finding solutions if i sit here and i say oh this is not working well it's not it's never gonna work it won't but if i say you know what i'm gonna find a way I'm going to get it done. You know, maybe not today, maybe tomorrow, maybe the day after. That kind of mentality switch makes everything different. And it makes whole the whole life different. It's not just about professional work, but, you know, the day-to-day -day life. You know? Amen, brother. So, <laughs> with everything. No, it's true. So, so tell me, like, you mentioned something about your team. And um, I like how you've set up your team and the culture at your company. Um how do you keep your team motivated? How do you keep them like going every day? Well, you know, I think a lot of companies still have this 1970s um, approach to business, right? Where 
I don't really care about anything but what my board wants. Uh, yeah. Um, see, I don't care about anything but what my employees need to succeed. Uh, it's very different. My job is not to boss you around. I am not in charge of you. I am in charge of your success. So if we fail, it's my fault, period. If yep. we win, it's because of my team, period. Yep. That's it. This is not a secret. Everybody in my organization has skin in the game, okay? Um, from from the, the from May, who joined us in the Philippines three weeks ago, you know, to, to mm -hmm. some of my core business partners like Ken, who've been around since my last AI company with him, right? Um, everybody in this organization is, in my opinion, of equal importance. Everybody has a say. Everybody is heard. Everybody is spoken to because this, in my mind, they are not employees. I don't even like that word. They are partners mm -hmm. and team members working towards the same goal. Everybody here knows that we care about them first. That's and that isn't that isn't BS. That is true. I am more concerned yep. about the person and the individual than I am them as as a employed person. Okay, I care about these people. We care about each other. And you can't fake that. You know, you can't fake that. Some people don't have the inclination to do that. It's not important to them. For us, it is. And, you know, ultimately, we allow people to manage themselves. When you enable a person to do their best, to try to push the envelope and occasionally fail, because if you are not failing you're not trying hard enough mm -hmm. period if you do yep. things the same way every day that work then you're going to continue to do things the same way every day if you want different and better and greater and pushing it you have to try you have to fail so i train people to celebrate the failure because a failure means you are doing your actual job which is finding ways to create better systems better processes better improvement and because everybody's in a state of learning, everybody's in a state of improving, everybody's growing, mm -hmm. everybody has each other's interests. Listen, we had somebody had internet outages um, and they were dealing with stuff. Without discussion, one of the other employees picked up all of their tasks and knocked them out, right? Why? Because they're not an employee. They're a partner. Think about the difference. There's somebody who knows that our success is their success. Uh, the other thing for us is no matter where you are in the world, um, whether you're on the team in the Philippines, uh, in, the, in, um, in Colombia, here in the U.S., or, you know, my liaisons and people in Saudi Arabia, right, wherever that is, everybody in this organization is looked on the same way, right? Um, I make the same amount of money as all of my partners. I will not take nice. more money than the rest of my team, right? So, so my... So uh, sometimes... My... So I, I like that mentality, too, and I use the same exact mentality. But sometimes you just get those people that are just dead weight. They're in the team, but they're not doing anything. So how do you treat that situation? Do you keep the same mentality? Do you fire and hire? Because well, that has been amazing. always my issue. I'm too nice to them. See, To the point where they feel like they don't have to do the job and I'll still be nice to them, you know? See, there's a fine line between, you know, truly looking at each other like teammates and being friendly mm -hmm. um, and the reality of 
you know, being effective at your work. So I'll give you a perfect mm. example. Um, Eric Shane is my chief revenue officer. Eric Shane is also one of my best friends, right? Uh, we've worked together. We've known each other for decade plus. Um, Eric, to me and me to Eric, we've both had times where we've had to, hey, listen, these are the specific items you're falling behind on. This is what the issues are. And this is where we have to improve it. Let's work it out together. A true professional, right? Somebody with that doesn't have the ego can hear that from their best friend, make the adjustment because it is truly coming from a positive place of constructive criticism and then take action. Now, the reality, Yusuf, there will always be people who abuse, abuse our goodwill. There will always be people mm -hmm. who take advantage man. of our systems. As an example, you're a grown adult man. If you have something to do and you got to take your wife to the doctor or take your kid to work in the morning, you don't have to ask me for permission. What are you talking about? Inform us yeah. so we can prepare adequately to cover whatever. Well, there's a lot of people who will abuse that. This is the thing. Mm -hmm. For me, I will generally have one conversation with people and say, hey, listen, you know how good you have it here. And that's the God's honest truth. You know how good your life is here. These are your options. Yep. You can be part of the team and work with us and we all pull this cart together until we get to the goal. Or you can go back to being a number at any other company you go. What do you want to do? That's wow. it. That's power. Sometimes you have to have what I call or the Colombians would refer to as a silver or lead conversation. Do you want silver? Yep. Or do you or do you want lead, bud? Pick. We can either That's make money amazing. together or you can go. And you know, when you're very upfront with people about this and you're pretty direct about it, and they, people believe you. And it's true, because I'm I'm I and, and you can ask all of my team members. Very rare I get frustrated or annoyed with anybody, even if they're doing something weird or they're, they're not, they're underperforming. See, that's not personal to me. And I may still like you. We may still be buds. Let's go have mm -hmm. a beer. But, I'm, but unfortunately, you know, you're just not cut out for this work. You're not cut out to be yep. self-managed. Some people cannot manage themselves. And that is true. Uh, well, maybe they, excuse me, they select not to manage themselves, right? I believe anybody can do anything, but some people choose not to. And yep. they need a boss. They need somebody managing them and cracking the whip. If that is really the individual, to me, the truth of the matter is, I don't see anything wrong with that. You're just not going to work out here. If you cannot operate autonomously and truly get to your own goals and set your goals and get it done and work with the team and be excited and bring energy and every day bring something more, you're just not meant for this role. They want a regular ass job. Excuse my language, but that's what they want. They want a job. That's they want to go home at five. Um, they want to go nine to five that. and that's just something that's hard. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I've asked you, so, hey, so listen, like what, what would God's you... honest truth, dude? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You said... So like what would be, um, like your, your most like valuable advice for somebody like they're trying out at this, you know, at the self-management journey because we're we're managing ourselves too as business owners like every day you know so what would be like maybe like a routine or like a trick to kind of hone in on this self-management thing when you're an entrepreneur or working on you know online and stuff like that you know where where most people struggle is they don't understand time management so they try to do mm -hmm. everything all at once 
they do a poor job because there's no way you can do everything at once well nothing is treated as a yep. priority and then what happens is you're looking out at a bunch of unfinished stuff you haven't finished your marketing mm -hmm. you haven't finished this you haven't finished your sauce you haven't finished the website you haven't stop i i would highly yep. suggest this is where most people fail they overwhelm themselves because they're not prioritizing and number two stop the diy stop diy diy okay? what's that do it yourself you can't do mm. it all yourself okay and this is where a lot of people say oh yeah let's diy let's spend work till 12 o'clock in the morning building my website if you're not a designer why are you building a website do you know mm -hmm. what your audience wants do you understand the outcome do you know how to write copy right think about all these little things you are better off intelligently mm -hmm. planning spending some time saving money creating the core items your zone of genius what you're good at is what you need to do if that is sales then sell if that is product then do products so you need to figure out the outcome first come up with your long-term mid-term and short-term goals think about them very clearly and very specifically and then what you need to do is reverse engineer the specific steps that it's going to take to get to these goals once you've taken the time to reverse engineer and create these specific steps you then look at the specific steps and figure out what skills are needed to get that done and now you figure out oh i need something for marketing I need a design skill for this. I need a, a product base for this. I need, and now you start doing them one by one. And you now you have created an entire flight plan. By the way, we own a company called Flight Plan US that helps you build these things. But the idea is, you know, a captain is never going to leave the harbor without a plan. A pilot is not going to take mm. off without a plan. Why is your business what you want to eat from, what you want to change your entire future from, treated like an afterthought. It's not. You need mm. to plan and strategize. So if you understand the outcome, you can reverse engineer from day one. Then you find a specific pieces that you need to build these building blocks. And then you figure out who the best person is or persons or teams or individuals to take on each task. And then you uh, you actually delegate these tasks now if it takes time to save the money to get it done fine do that if it takes you know what i need to do a little diy here figure out the areas where it's not going to be a detriment if you suck at making websites or your cousin is a website guy I, yes i'm talking to you right <laughs> um you know what i mean um i'm sorry to tell you this that's not important remember no one cares about your products no one cares about your brand Nobody. Nobody they cares don't. about your website either. They don't care about your website nope. either. And what happens? Most people go build mm -mm. that website based on colors they like, based on messaging they like. <laughs> Guess what? You ain't buying from you. Buyer. They're awful. You need They're your awful, audience man. needs to like it, not you, Jimmy. You know what I'm saying? So these are mm -hmm. core business yep. principles that people often simply just overlook. Right. And it's because we're, we're trying to chase fast money. That's where it all comes down to, baby. Yeah. Fast money. Let me tell you about fast money. Come fast, go fast. See, you need yep. to change that set. Oh, I'm hustling. No, you're not. Stop with that BS. 
You are crafting your future. You're designing your life. Okay. You will take five years planning a five day vacation, but you telling me you won't put in two months planning your life. You see how stupid it sounds when you say it out That's loud. That's crazy. Right. It sounds ridiculous yeah. because it is, <laughs> you know, so that, right. It's, a, it's true. You, it's crazy. And it's, and it's five out of like five out of 10 clients. When we do like, like the sales calls, that's usually what it is. They're caught up in perfecting the site, the website. They're caught up into something that has nothing to do with growing the business. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You're doing all the wrong things. You're asking all the wrong questions. You know, like this guy is like, okay, well, where, how do I see my ad once it's launched? I'm like, you're going to get leads. You're going to get sales. That's all that matters. But how do I see my ad? I'm like, why does that matter so much? You know, where you should be thinking about when can I, can I start getting some leads? When can I get some business? And that's the right question. Well, to ask. Wrong. Think, so about people, think about the priority. So messed up. You just said it. Where's your priority? The ad? Yep. No, bro. The priority like, is, really? is the lead that closes the deal. It didn't hit the bank. Exactly. This does not pay the bills. This does. You know, I explain this to people all the yes. time. If you want to take a train from California to New York, whether you like it or not, mm -hmm. you're going to have to pass through Nevada, that right, Ohio, so on and so forth, until you get to New York. Mm -hmm. There's no mm -hmm. time warp, okay? There's no magic button. Beam me up, Scotty, right, where you're going to click this thing and it's going to take you to the end. That's not how this mm -hmm. works. And every all those fast money BS books and those motivators telling you three easy steps, dude. What they did was it's not that easy you so that they could get to their dreams. It's not that easy, yep. but it is doable, mm -hmm. right? So not easy it's doesn't doable. mean impossible. Everything is possible. Yep. And guess what? You're going to fail and you're going to fail sometimes. And yep. you know what you do when you fail? You do it again. Try it again. And guess what happens if you, you do fail it again. again until it hits until the end of days again and again and you again. Know, listen, while there is yep. still breath in your body. There is breath in your body, man. There is a way. And remember, we may not be able to change so much as a whisper about yesterday, mm -hmm. mm. but tomorrow, baby, let me tell you about tomorrow. We can do anything. So if you take that approach and you take that mentality and you simply have the mindset of, I will not stop. I will not quit. And remember, not everybody's going to see it. Your own family's going to tell you, go get a yeah. job. And they're not telling you because they're jerks. Your mom is telling you to go get a job yeah. because she wants you to be secure. Okay. Your dad is telling yeah. you just go get your bachelor's, right? Because that is the traditional path, right? To ensure you're going to have security. But let's be honest about this. Do you want security or do you want glory? Do you want the minimum standard of existence or do you want to live the life of your dreams? See, that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about a business. We're talking about emails. We're talking about, no, what we're talking about is your life. People want to separate, yep. you know, create these different pockets of their life. Well, this is my work and this is my, this, and no, dude, this is one life. You can't compartmentalize your reality. It's all one thing. So yes, if you're happy, 
working nine to five, dude, more power to you. I know tons of people that that's what they want in their life. They want to work a nine to five. They want to go home. They want to sit down on the couch. They want to watch some TV and they want to check out the game on Friday and then have a two week vacation a year. If that is what you want, and that is truly in your heart, what you want, you are successful. But man, if you want more yep. and you're sitting here thinking about it and you don't know where to start, dude, people are out there to help you. And, I, and I'll tell you very candidly, the reason we created and cultivated ADMD, why we're giving these trainings, why I include these courses, why we take our personal time with individuals and we spend hours helping you develop your business, your skills, your acumen, next steps, next level is because we want to change the world. I want to see is true global global shift and we all can do it honestly with people like you yusuf we can accomplish this this is not impossible yeah let's eliminate the reliance on others for our food let's create a world where people and entrepreneurs are given help where you know you leave high school dude you don't know how to manage a checkbook bro so we're actually going to be launching a school and it's going to be free for those who cannot afford it. Um, not just in the United States and lower socioeconomic areas, but we're going to try to make this accessible, accessible for people all over the globe um, so they can create and learn the skills necessary to own their own destiny and own their future um, versus having to be dependent on someone else for that check every month. And by the way, this, when your hands out like this, dude, you're, you're begging, right? And somebody's controlling you. And ultimately, that's what we're trying, what yep. we're going to, what we are achieving, not trying, what we will achieve, what we will achieve. And ultimately, our goal at ADMD, we are going to create a thousand millionaires by 2023. And that is nice. what we will achieve. And and frankly, we're I'm thrilled that we met, uh, Yusuf, because I'm, I'm very excited to have you uh, work with us, growing with us. And I'll tell you, one thing you mentioned on one of our calls is that you had a mentor. Um, everybody yeah. out there. If you need help, ask. And don't stop yeah. asking. You're my mentor now, too. Yeah. Just oh, letting I you know. <laughs> I help you forever, bro. Because listen, you, we all have to be willing to help those who want to help themselves but don't have the access. Honestly, that I wish I had that. Yeah. And I didn't. And I want to be the person for someone else that I didn't have. That's what I want to do. And that's, that's what wakes yes. me up and excites me every day that I can make somebody's life even if it's one person ever that I change their life a little bit for the better. Gosh, that to me is the reward. Feels good. Money is unimportant. Yeah, money is a tool, right? People think of money like this. Yep. No, it's not. Money is a tool like a hammer, right? And that's that's all money yep, is. Just like a hammer. I don't keep. That's it, you know? But what, what isn't what yep. is important to me is the changes, what we can do for people, what we can do for each other. You know, if we stop taking all this time as a society to fi- focus on why we're different, right? And, and, and all the problems and instead focused on why we're the same and how to solve problems. Let me tell you, that's a very different world we'd live in. Instead though, it's a lot easier. Like I said, it's always easier to focus on the problem. It's always easier to give yourself an excuse because if you look at yourself honestly and say, Hey, you know what? I could have done more with my life. I could have tried harder. That's very hard for people to admit to themselves, right? Especially when they've done it for 50 yep. years. Um, but let me tell you, you are not a tree, right? See a tree stuck. You are not. You can get up. You ain't rooted down, right? You can get up. You can change the game. You can do it right now, right? Not tomorrow, not next week, you know? Now, now, stop what you're doing and do it now, right? That's the difference. People who are motivated and ultimately, you know, Yusuf, this is something that we really, as everybody, I think it's on all of us. Um, And it's our responsibility as, as humans, not as business people, not as anything, as humans. You know, Horace Mann once said, great quote, dude. He said, one should be ashamed to die 
right? If they have not left anything of value behind for the rest of us, basically, is what he said, and he's right, right?、Mm. So you know, literally, what are you leaving behind? Yep, you ain't taking the money with you. Yep, right. right? What、We're、kind of creations? What、so、are you going to build? Yep, that's that's、exactly. power too.、Build? I love that. You know, I tell people you want to have goals, three areas, right? You want your personal goals, right? Your business goals, and then you know what I would call your societal goals, right? What are you going to give the world? What?、Yep. Why is the world going to be a better place because Yusuf came here? That's、wow. that. And and listen, we don't need a pat on the back. I don't need a statue. I need one person's life to be better. One. Wow. One person's life to be better, and that, at the end of the day, I think is what what we all need to wake up and think. Right? Stop focusing on yourself. Stop being selfish. You know, put time to yourself to improve, and focus on helping others along the way. And you know, if we all did a little bit more of that, it would be a better place.、Um, again, I'm a capitalist. You know, I'm not a hippie out here doing stuff. But at the end of the day, what's good for the world, right? What's gonna be, is is good for you, right?、Yeah. You know, we all know about the golden rule: do unto others, right? Well, yeah. Where doesn't that apply? It, it applies so, everywhere. You know. So, do you think, like, in the future, there will be more of like, like personal businesses, like people that own their own business instead of corporations doing business with each other, or like corporations doing business with the consumer? It's my hope that we can create a very intelligent large shift. Uh, globally, without the reliance on large corporations for everything, because ultimately, you know, as a capitalist, I believe in large corporations. Of course, I do. Right?、Mm-hmm. I mean, I, but ultimately, you know, I'm not competing with Bob's Corner Store. I'm competing、mm-hmm. with Google. In fact, we all are.、Mm-hmm. These large conglomerates, ultimately, you know, it's on us as individuals to create better solutions. It's on us as individuals to take this up. Because again, you know, the larger government gets, the larger businesses get. The less control and less personal individual rights one has, it's that simple. And we need to we need to bring back the small business. And you know we all talk about it. Oh, I'm going to buy American. You know Main Street is going away, but I see you walking into the Walmart buying that Chinese product because it's five cents cheaper.、Yeah. So let's stop talking about it. You know what I mean? Let's be about it. Right? I'll tell、yeah. you right now, like us. I spend an exorbitant amount of money ensuring that all of the food that I purchase is coming from a direct to a farm. Right, and I spend more than I would if I go to Walmart, but I put my money where my mouth is. Right,、yeah. um, I don't particularly. I I know there's a ton of products out there that you know I can get for ten dollars cheaper on Amazon, but that's、yeah. not going to keep Sally and John's small business open. I don't mind spending an extra dollar. See, that's、yeah. the difference. People say it, but then they don't do it, and we're waving this American-made American flag, America, America. But then that's the same crowd that then goes and buys at Walmart. Well, dude. You can't have both. You know how you speak. You know how you vote with with your yeah. wallet. Yeah. Vote with yeah. your wallet, baby. Listen,、cool. you don't like what's going on at Amazon. You don't like,、uh, you know, that world. Stop buying. Stop buying. But <laughs> you the, might have to wait. Cut off the Prime membership, then. <laughs> I mean, but that's my point. If if you want something different, then you have to be different. Now you're not going to be able to get that two day shipping. You might have to wait a whole week. <gasps> Come on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, a lot of this is cultural, but I'm hoping that there is a shift.、Um, I'm, I'm hoping that you know this new generation that seems to be very focused on, you know, what's owed to them versus what they can go get. I hope that changes because ultimately that's killing us. I think. I think I think we're seeing that change in the technology. I mean, the education space. 
like right now a lot of people are learning from other people you know it's not they're not learning from the corporation you know the big universities no more they're learning from other people that has done it already right and at some point that will move into the other industries as well like the jewelry you know and what have you right so yeah man i appreciate you really hopping on this call i know you're busy probably have a next call coming up so man thank you um thank you thank you i'm probably gonna post this as a video as well because it was an awesome awesome advice um but yeah man i'll talk to you later we are working on your stuff Hey guys, thank you for listening to my podcast. I appreciate you being on here and spending the time to learn and grow with me. If you need more information, go to yusufelias.com or mediatraffics.org to learn more about marketing, business, sales, and everything in that spectrum. Until next episode, I'll see you guys or you'll listen to me pretty soon.